You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be all else to me, save that. One of the things that I had said to these young people was that it didn't matter to me if it took six months or six years for you to be confirmed, correct? The agreement was that when we could sit down with all books closed and we could talk about spirituality, that you didn't have to reference but could reach inside and answer those things, that I would go to the church council and say, they are ready. And I trust that you are at that point. What I would like to speak to everyone about today is that we go through life thinking that this, that, or the other, that's all we need to make our life better. And then we get that piece, and then we find out that it really didn't make our life better. And we keep throwing these things things on what I call the trash heap of our life. Things that we thought were going to make these incredible differences. I mean, I can remember receiving many things. And for as old as I am, two things that I remember most about my childhood before pre-teens was a thing called, you won't even know what this is. It was called a vacuum form. Does anybody know what a vacuum form is? Harry knows. (laughs) A vacuum form was this piece of equipment that you would put a piece of plastic in and you would plug it in and there would be a light bulb that would heat the plastic up. And then you would quickly close that door and you would use a vacuum pump and it would draw the plastic down and it would make an exact replication of anything that you had put in there. But when I was that young person, I thought, this is what I need. And as time passed, that also was placed on the trash heap of life. You are at that point in your journey upon this earth where you are going to step out and begin to take a look at things that you are going to feel or think, that's what my life is lacking. That's what I need. We've all done it. We still do it. But what I would like to share with you this morning is the truth that I have come to know. The gospel for today in the 8th verse says these words, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. That is the most powerful piece. This is the one thing in life that you would hope to never discard. 
to put on a trash heap, to place off to the side. It is going to be the most important thing that you've ever experienced because at that point, you became a child of God. Every single one of us here have that same experience. I'm going to ask you to finish the sentence. Whether it be Brett Jenkins, Candy Forhey, Michael Grube, Aaron Danker, Dead Letter House. It doesn't matter. These words were spoken. You have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. I truly believe that that is a phrase that has been spoken to us that we just let go. We don't spend enough time realizing that we've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Not sealed and put away, put on a shelf, put someplace else, but sealed by God. When we take a look at that word and what it means and what it implies... If something was placed in some type of a vessel, then some wax would be put on it and the signet ring would be pressed into it and sealed that the contents that's inside there comes from the person's seal that is placed upon it. And it's also done the same way with clay. When clay is wet, The signet ring is pushed in and it gives a sign, a stamp of whom this comes from. I don't think it is by coincidence that it is after the pastor baptizes in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and the water is poured on that child's head like it was on ours. That while the clay that we are formed out of is still wet by the waters of baptism, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. You know, I looked in the mirror this morning for the mark. I can't see it. I cannot see it. But God can see it. God sees the sealed Holy Spirit and the cross of Christ upon each and every one of us. That is a most powerful, incredible piece. Now if we take a look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. If you look at the 11th verse it says, And what kind of lives ought you to live? You ought to live holy lives, godly lives. How do you do that? How do you do that? How do any of us do that? The answer is, behold the man Jesus and see. If you want to know how to live a holy and godliness life, to have him an intimate part of everything you do, take a look at what scripture declares about the Christ. And you will know what it takes The reason that I speak to you about this is because when I read your faith testaments, I noticed that you had a common theme in it. 
that each and every one of you were looking forward to experiencing the fullness of life. That's what I want to tell you. How do you witness and experience the fullness of life? By modeling your life after Christ. Well, there are similarities. In two weeks, we're going to celebrate the fact that Jesus was born of a woman. Are we? Yes. Yet we're on the right path here. We're born of a woman. Just like our Lord was. And because he was born of a woman, he has all of our attributes. So he knows what it's like to be sad. He knows what it's like to be joyous. He knows what it's like to be happy and content. He knows everything that we experience because he was born of a woman and took on all of our attributes. But now one of the things that happens as we continue on with this is Jesus displayed a perfect receptivity to God. And a perfect willingness to subordinate his will to the will of the Heavenly Father. That's where we start getting into trouble. Because most of us have a better idea in a lot of things. Where we believe, we truly believe, that sometimes we know better than God. But you will not be able to experience that fullness of life that you're looking for. Until you remember that baptism that you are sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. It is then that you'll be able to experience all the powers, the promises, and the potentialities which God has in store for you since the very beginning of time. But you know what's going to happen? You know how we are made aware of all of these things? Through God's word. What does your bulletin say for today? God's word stands alone. Everything stands by his word. And that is where you need to continue on. If you want to experience this fullness of life that you're hoping to, you need to stay in God's word. You need to continue to participate in the worship life of God's people. You need to study, you need to pray and have fellowship with other believers. This is how we make ourselves available to the Holy Spirit. Do you think Pastor got the way he was because he came up with his own ideas? No, Pastor's a spiritual man. You know why he's a spiritual man? Because he is involved in God's word every single day. He makes himself available to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can teach him many things. Because of that constant contact. That's what I'm hoping for you. Oftentimes, this is one of the last times that we see each other. Because you believe somehow that when you're confirmed, your responsibilities are over. But it's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. I address you as a brother in Christ. A child of the same Heavenly Father. Brought to us by the fact 
that we have been baptized and we are his children. You know, there's a computer screen that I know you're all familiar with. And up in the right-hand corner, there are three icons you can click on. What are they? Minimize, maximize, or close. My hope is for you, I'm pleading with you, don't click on the close button because confirmation is over, even though it took four years. (laughs) Don't click the close button. And I'm asking you especially, don't show interest in the minimize button, but keep it maximized. One of the things that I shared the last time I was with these kids at table I know it's difficult because I'm a very serious person. I don't work well with kids. I know that. And they had to put up with that. But I shared with them a very important piece from scripture of why I take it so serious and why I'm so serious about this this morning. Luke chapter 16 is what I talked to them about. In that chapter, Jesus gives us a snapshot of heaven. Jesus tells the story that there was a rich man and Lazarus. Not Lazarus, the son, the brother of Mary and Martha. A different Lazarus. And Lazarus and the rich man both died and went to eternal life. Now there's something that most people don't realize. Do you know that eternal life is for everybody? Everybody will experience eternal life. That's what Jesus is saying in this story. And who would give you a better idea of what heaven is like than Jesus? He's the absolute authority on it. So read chapter 16 and the story goes on to say... Lazarus was now with Father Abraham, and the rich man was a long distance away. There was a great ravine between them, and where the rich man was, there was fire, and there was great thirst. And he yells across the chasm, and he says, Father Abraham, would you please send Lazarus over here to me, so that he may... Put some water on my tongue. Abraham replies to the rich man. Cannot happen. Cannot happen. No one from where you are can come here. No one from where we are can go to you. The rich man cries back to Abraham and says, Abraham, please, I have five brothers. Would you please send Lazarus back to warn my brothers so that they don't end up in this place of torment? Abraham says, they have Moses and the prophets. If they do not believe Moses and the prophets, they will not believe someone even if they are raised from the dead. That's the last time I sat with these kids. 
And I left him know, I don't want to see any of us on the long part of the chasm where there is weeping, gnashing of teeth, and unquenchable thirst. The only way we'll be in the presence of God is by staying fast to our baptism, trusting in the word of the Lord. Don't hit the close key. Don't minimize it. Maximize it. I look forward to serving Almighty God with each and every one of you as a brother in Christ. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best thought in the day and the night. Waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. 